This is Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. From the Colt Corral, down here in Belleville, Ohio, inside of Clear Fork High School, it is time for game number one of the high school basketball season. As tonight, your Lexington Minutemen will open up things to start the 2023 season, fittingly on December 1st against the Clear Fork Colts. Hi everybody, Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you and it is basketball season and we are very excited to see the new look Lexington Minutemen this year. And uh, last time we were here, a couple of years ago, the Minutemen, they played a very good full court press defense, very physical and really didn't let Clear Fork cross mid court very often in the first quarter. That game was over before it started that night. And then, uh, well, that year they went on to sweep the Colts three times that year, and they beat them in the uh, the tournament that year to win sectionals. And then last year uh, beat up on the Colts as well, and now they look to continue that this year with some similar faces as last year, some of the same faces, but uh, quite a new bench, I would say, for the Minutemen this year. Uh, as... Nick Toombs, a graduate from here, says it's not called the Colt Corral. I'm looking at the wall, Nick. It Come says, on, welcome to the Colt, Colt Corral. Corral, right at midcourt. Yeah. So don't take it up with me, Nick. Take it up with the administration <laughs> here. If you don't want us to call it the Colt Corral, don't paint it in the gym. Coach Hammy has a little bit of a challenge on his hands this year, trying to get this new group to mesh together. Seven Allen, a great point guard coming over from Madison this year. He seems to be fitting in quite nicely. He certainly did on the football field, and he'll take over floor general duties for the Minutemen. They also have a uh, Mansfield senior T.Y. Tiger on the roster now. Jacob Legrand comes over. Pretty good shooter. Going to come off the bench. He can handle it a little bit. A little bit of a smaller kid, and he can play some defense. And then you've got the Hughes brothers coming up, and they'll get some minutes this year as well. Dontrell and Latrell. So some new faces, but then you get some of the guys back from last year that played major minutes that clearly they're going to know what they're doing the second they tip off tonight. They're going to be comfortable and ready to go. You've got guys like Joey Caudell, of course, the quarterback here at Lex. He got some big minutes last year behind Baden Fort, but he's ready to fill those shoes and move into that starting role this year. And uh, we don't even have to talk about Braden Fogle. He's going to be ready to go. But then you've also got Elijah Hudson, who's been a three-year starter. Uh, got some minutes as a freshman as well, so he's the only senior on this Minuteman ball club. He's going to step in and do his thing quite nicely, I think, this year for the Minutemen. And then you've got uh, Gavin Husty as well, who gave the Minutemen some great minutes off the bench last year, but he's going to have a little bit more of a role this year, more, more of a responsibility in that uh, starting lineup for the Minutemen. So... Uh, going to be kind of interesting to see how coach hammy balances a lot of new faces with a lot of faces that had a major impact last year but if there's anybody that can do it in the area it's definitely uh coach hammy and he's good at handling these sorts of challenges as we've seen over the years and uh a great way to open up the season down here at a former conference opponent the clear fork colts They've got a little bit of a new look this year as well, but they've also got a couple faces back from last year, guys like Adam Van Osdel, Garrett, ha uh, Garrett Holtz, um, Bo Dornbreyer, uh, one of their big kids down low. 
So they've got some new guys, uh, or they've got some guys coming back, but they've also got a few new guys as well. So just like pretty much every team in the area, you know, you've got some new kids that uh, you probably never heard of before that you'll definitely know their name after tonight. And uh, hopefully the Minutemen can get started off on the right foot. Clear Fork, one of those interesting places where it is still an old-school-feeling gym. They haven't updated and renovated uh, to one of those new cookie-cutter schools yet, and it's really cool to, to watch a game down here. Very unique environment, and they've got the stands behind the basket down here on the uh, east end zone of the court, and that's actually where we're sitting tonight. We are up behind the student section tonight, uh, so this will be a pretty cool vantage point for us. We don't call games very often behind the bucket, but uh, it's always fun when we do. One place that comes to mind is Mount Vernon. We always call the game behind the hoop there, but kind of a cool vantage point uh, for us. Of course, a ton of action going on around the area tonight. We'll keep you up to date on all of those games. Uh, of course, most, if not all, are non-conference games right now with opening night tonight uh, around the North Central Ohio area. And uh, just so we cover all of our bases, Lexington will tip off tomorrow at 2.30 at Clyde High School. So uh, just in case you were wondering, they do play tomorrow, and it is an afternoon game at Clyde. So a couple of uh, away games to start the year for the Minutemen as well. That'll be a little bit of a challenge to start the season for Lex. And uh, I'm sure a welcome one for Coach Hanny. I'm sure he doesn't mind the schedule the way it's set up at all. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll have uniforms brought to you by BP Electric. We'll have starting lineups for you, and I'll finally let Derek get a word in here. We're about five minutes away from the pregame festivities beginning with the starting lineups and national anthem and all that good stuff. So we're probably about six or seven minutes away from tip-off. Opening night, December 1st, 2023, around the state of Ohio. It's almost time for Lexington and Clear Fork on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, Give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. 
And get this, my actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. Back here inside of, I'm going to keep saying it just to make Colt Nick Corral. Mad. Inside the Colt Corral up there on the wall. <laughs> here at Clear Fork High School, getting set for game number one. It's the Minutemen and the Colts. And before we get to anything else, let's get you uniforms tonight. Brought to you by BP Electric. Check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. A great company in Lexington that supports the local area, local athletes. They do a lot of good stuff for the area. So if you need any electrical installation needs, please check them out. Give them your business. They deserve it. Uh, Online at bpelectricofoh.com. The Minutemen going with those road purple Under Armour uniforms with the gold letters and numbers. A little bit of white trim, but mainly a lot of gold trim around the uniforms with some stripes and stuff on the shorts. And they've got a couple of Minuteman logos placed throughout the uniforms as well. So the road purple tonight. Clear Fork going to go with those home white uniforms. And they will have the uh, green letters and numbers. A little bit of black trim there as well with a couple of Clear Fork logos on there as well. So the purple versus the white. And just about set here for the uh, starting lineups to be announced. And before we do that, let's bring in Derek Lazier for the first time tonight. Derek, exciting to be here and uh, seems like we're not that far removed from football season, but what's your uh, takeaway for a win tonight? What are your keys to the game? First off, welcome back to basketball. Absolutely. Glad to be be with you. Glad to be back. Um, but secondly, we've kind of already talked about the changes Lex went through. I think the keys of the game today, I think they got to, you know, run their stuff they need to run against Clearfork. I think they need to get out and run. This isn't a typical Lex team that has two or three bigs that can kind of, you know, get their bucket from the, with their back to the basket. I think they're going to have to get out and run. They've got great shooters. And, of course, defensively, they're going to have to be locked in. Absolutely. We'll see if they can do that here in just a few minutes. They're getting ready to start announcing things here in the arena. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll have the tip-off from Clear Fork High School on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. 
That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. Back here inside of Clear Fork High School, getting set for game number one between the Minutemen and the Colts. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you. And right now they're announcing the non-starters. Derek, of course, over the last couple of years, the Minutemen, their expectations have kind of gone up. Uh, they've had a couple of good classes in a row here, and uh, especially with the hype surrounding Braden Fogle the last couple of years. Obviously, he brings a lot of attention to the ball club. Uh, but specifically for this year, you know, you've had a lot of turnover on the roster, players graduating, players doing other things during the basketball season other than playing basketball. Then you get a couple kids moving in. What are the expectations this year for the Minutemen? Well, I think the conference, everybody thinks it's wide open. I think you've got a couple teams that are, of course, the top. Lex has got to be up there, senior high always. And then you've got, um, I don't know who's way out there for us, New Philly. Yep. To me, that's got to be the top three, like, in the conference. But, again, you know, the expectation of their Lexington with, you know, the phenom freshmen and whatnot. But now they're all sophomores. So, a lot of them got some years, you know, under their belt. Brayton's played varsity minutes. You know, Joe's played some varsity minutes. So, I think the expectations are, are high for a reason. I think they can compete for a title. And you know what? They might have a little run in them postseason. Starting lineups for your Lexington Minutemen. They'll go with the 6'4 sophomore, Braden Fogle. They'll also go with 5'10, newly acquired point guard, sophomore Seven Allen. They'll go with 5'11, junior Gavin Husty. And the size on the team, if there is such a thing, 6'8, uh, senior Elijah Hudson, the only senior, and then Joey Caudell, the 6'4 sophomore. For the Colts. They got some seniors on this ball club. They'll start with 5'7", senior guard Jaden Beachy, 6'0", senior guard Adam Van Osdel. They'll go with 6'3", junior forward Garrett Potts, and they'll also throw out 6'1", senior guard Grant Spencer, and 6'2", senior forward Bo Dornbeyer. As the starting lineups have been announced, the student section filing back in to their seats, right down off to our left. We're kind of <laughs> down in the corner behind them. Should be a good one tonight, Derek. Yes, sir. Glad to be back, and as I mentioned, coincidentally, the basketball season starts on December 1st, and uh, it actually feels good that way. What's kind of like, wild is we kind of talked a little bit off air. Football playoffs are still going <laughs> on. That's <laughs> kind of crazy. They are. So Bo Dornbeyer will jump it up against Elijah Hudson. 
We're gonna call it as if we're behind the score table. And here we go. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you. Fearthevillage.com and we are underway in 2023. Lex wins the tip and Seven Allen will walk it up right to left as we see it. He's gonna take it to the right wing, gets it to Gavin Husty. Up top, Elijah Hudson near wing to Seven Allen. Underneath, Joey Caudell on the block. He's gonna get into the lane, flips it up and in. Joey Caudell starts things off for the Minutemen up two to nothing. And they'll throw on a little man-to-man -man here with Seven Allen. And taking it down the floor, Jaden Beach. He's gonna kick it into the corner. Van Osdell for three, no good. Rebound, Braden Fogle. He'll bring it up himself. The luxury you have with him, he can bring it up. He tries to drive, now backs it out, gets it to Seven Allen. Seven over far wing to Gavin Husty. Back up top, Seven Allen. Swings at Elijah Hudson, hands it off. Braden Fogle down the lane. Fogle's gonna be fouled before the shot, and they'll have to take it out underneath. First foul for the Colts. Yeah, good offense early from Lex. I kind of said we don't have a guy that can like work his back to the basket, but Joe did a great job getting on the block. Made a nice little jumper. And Joe's listed at 6'4". He's every bit of that. He is a big kid. Two to nothing, Minutemen. They're inbounding on the baseline. Seven Allen gets it in. Caudell lays it up with a right hand on the left side. Four nothing, Minutemen. Caudell has all four. Coming the other way, it's Beachy. He's having a hard time even getting past Seven Allen at midcourt now. He's still working to get by him. And now he's going to flip it up top to... Oates, and he's going to pull a three, no good. Rebound is going to fall to Spencer. He's going to kick it up top, now over into the corner to Dornbeyer. He's stuck in the lane, has to kick it out. Van Osdell drives in now. He's packed by Braden Fogle. Coming the other way, Seven Allen has it. He's going to take it into the lane, up off the glass and in. 6-0 Minutemen, Seven Allen in the scorebook. Their defense is stifling right now. Grant Spencer with it. He's going to bring it up now against Elijah Hudson. He's on the near wing. He's going to go down the lane, lays it up, and it goes in. Barely stuck in there. That thing wanted to roll out, but he got it to go. Six to two Minutemen. Gavin Husty, he'll bring it up this time. That's three different Minutemen and brought it up now. He gets it short corner to Joey Caudell in the far corner. He's going to kick it back up top to Gavin Husty. He's going to drive baseline. He's going to go in the lane, kicks it out. Seven Allen, he's going to shoot a three. That one's short, no good. Rebound, Joey Caudell. He's going to go right back up with it. No foul call. He missed it. Rebound, Beachy coming the other way. He gets it ahead to Dornbeyer. Into the lane against Elijah Hudson, and he missed the layup, but he was fouled. He'll head to the line for two. Well, we kind of already talked about, Lex has had three different ball handlers bring the ball up, and I really don't see a guy on the court that couldn't bring the ball up if yep. needed. Such a luxury for Coach Hammy. Now this might be a good time for us to tell you the new rule about fouls and free throws. So the foul total will reset at the end of each quarter. So the team fouls will go back to zero at the end of each quarter. And at five fouls this year in each quarter, you will shoot two free throws. You'll go straight into the double bonus. There are no more one-and-ones in high school basketball in Ohio. So anytime a player shoots, it doesn't matter what it is unless it's a technical. You're not ever going to shoot one free throw again. So both free throws good for Clear Fork there. It's 6-4. On the other end, Braden Fogle trying to drive. He's going to get into the lane. He flips it up. No good. Rebound caught L. And now it's loose. And now it's going to actually be taken by Garrett Holtz. And Holtz trying to get it up the floor. Tried to pass it back to Grant Spencer. 
And it was tipped out of bounds. It'll stay with Clear Fork, and they'll have to bring it the whole length of the floor here as they'll inbound on their own baseline. So coming in for the Minutemen, Dontrell Hughes. Some really good football season for Dontrell. A sophomore, another sophomore for the Minutemen. As Beachy trying to get this thing up the court, and well, they're going to get a foul now on Seven Allen. He is just all over Beachy. Beachy doesn't even seem like he wants the ball. <laughs> That's one thing I noticed about his game last year when he played for, for Madison. He is intense, and he is in your face at all times. Well, and when you've got a guy all over the point guard like that, it makes everyone else's job so much easier. They'll inbound, Van Osdel, he's gonna dump it underneath and up and in, a little flip by Garrett Holtz, and we've got a tie ball game. 6-6, 5.05 to go first quarter. Seven Allen with the basketball, working on the volleyball line. He's gonna drive near side, down the lane, dumps it off, Caudell pump fake, now he's gonna go up with it. They're gonna say he got blocked cleanly, and they're gonna get another foul on Seven Allen. Yeah. That's the only thing about his game. I mean, he's super aggressive and he does gamble, so he is going to be in some foul trouble, but two fouls quick, well, that's going to hurt. Here's the good thing. You can afford him getting in foul trouble because you've got five other guys that can bring the ball up the floor. So it's nice to have him in there. But as far as being the point guard goes, you've got other guys that can help. So I see what Hammy's trying to do here, just pressure, pressure, pressure. Six to six, Clear Fork with a chance to take the lead. Ball was thrown into the paint but tipped out. It's Spencer with it now into the far corner, Beachy. Beachy, up top, Dornbeyer, he's gonna pull a three and he is gonna miss it and it's gonna bounce up and hit the net or the rope that uh, holds up the hoop there, which is out of bounds. So six to six, 4.35 to go first quarter. Lex gets the ball back. That Cliff Fork hanging tight right now. I mean, they're working their half court offense. And now Latrell Hughes, who came in for seven, Allen brings it up, gets it over to Dontrell. Underneath, nice pass. Nice pass. Elijah Hudson finishes on the right side with a layup. Minutemen get the lead back. Beachy now has it. He picked it up. He's got to get it up to, uh, that's Holtz. And he's going to bring it down the floor. He loses it. Elijah Hudson with the steal, gets it ahead. Dontrell Hughes, he's going to get fouled going up towards the rim. And we'll see if they call this a shooting foul. They should, although he did in midair kind of change his mind and look to pass. And now they're going to say it was he was passing the ball. That's the right call. He did go up to shoot it, though, and then yeah, got and up there and realized yep. hey, he was too deep under the hoop and had to try to pass it. Here comes Jacob Legrand in the game. Yep, Jacob Legrand, Mansfield senior transfer. Really good shooter. Good defender, too. He steps too. on the floor, absolutely. <laughs> Ball comes in, Elijah Hudson up top. He's gonna launch a three, no good, but he was fouled. He'll head to the line to shoot three. Elijah Hudson, after scoring on the last possession, is gonna head right back to the line for three free throws here. Not a bad start though for the Colts. I mean, you kind of look at these teams, you look at last year, you look at the rosters, you think, well, maybe they'll be blown out here within the first few minutes. They're hanging around. Elijah Hudson will miss the first free throw. Kind of bounced off the front of the rim and skipped across the rim and off. Well, you got to think, too, they're incorporating new guys like we talked in the tip. So it's going to take them a little time to get in the flow. Second free throw, no good wow. for Elijah Hudson. Missed it hard off the back of the rim. You don't see that very often. Elijah, a very good shooter, and he takes pride in that. Don't see him miss from the line very much. I'd put a lot of money on him to make this one, though. 
Third one is no good. He missed it. Hard off the back of the rim. I'm trying to break the broadcaster curse, Derek. Let's see. Eight to six, minute men up. Uh, just under four minutes to go, first quarter. Sano Alt just checked in, and he threw a bad pass to the post, and it was tipped away. Jacob Legrand stole it, and he was going the other way, and he was fouled by Jaden Beachy. Already making an impact right off the bench. And how about Joey Caudell down there defending the post passes? That's already the second or third pass he's tipped out and wouldn't let come down there. I mean, there's not many teams that your 6'8 senior wouldn't play in the post. So he definitely is the three, and Joe is the five. Latrell Hughes will bring it up. He gets it to Legrand up top. Elijah Hudson over to Latrell Hughes near the wing, and he tries to throw it down to Caudell. It's tipped out of bounds. Braden Fogle, who kind of checked out without us noticing there for just about 30 seconds, is back into the game. He'll come in for Elijah Hudson. Latrell Hughes will inbound on the baseline. He's going to get it up top to Dontrell. Dontrell Hughes into Joey Caudell, now out to Latrell. He drives, tries to dump it off to Joey Caudell, and it was tipped away, stolen, and now Caudell's going to get hit with a foul. It's his first. And now we see these new rules kick in here in OHSAA. Actually, no, that's only going to be the fourth foul for the Minutemen. So team, each yeah. team has four fouls, which means <laughs> the next foul, we're shooting two free throws the rest of the quarter and then they will reset After at the end quarter. of the quarter. Yep. So for those of you listening at home, the best way to put this is they're already in the double bonus for the rest of the first quarter. They'll be shooting two the rest of the way. Jaden Beachy has it. He's going to bring it up the floor for the Colts this time. He gets it far wing to Spencer. Up to Beachy now. He tries to dump it in to Holtz. He's going to put on a spin move. He nice gets move. by Joey Caudell and lays it in. And Joey played pretty good defense there, but that's a good finish by Holtz. 8-8. Eight eight. got a tie game. 3-10 to go first quarter. Braden Fogle near wing with it. Being guarded by Dornbeyer. Up top, Latrell Hughes. Hughes, far wing to Dontrell Hughes. He's going to take a step, and he's going to look underneath good to pass. Joey Caudell. Nice pass there. Looked like he was going to go up to shoot it, then he dumped it off to a cutting caught L for a layup. 10-8. I think Joey's got six right now. As Latrell Hughes now taking on that seven Allen roll, pressuring the ball. Far wing, it's Spencer. Up top to Holtz. He pump fakes. Now he's going to drive down the lane, lays it up. No good. Braden Fogel rebound. Here come the Minutemen. And they're going to get fouled. Jaden Beachy's going to commit his second foul. And the Minutemen will head to the line. They're 0 for 3 there tonight, and that was that Elijah Hudson trip to the line a minute ago. Now Braden Fogel with his first chance of the year to score. Still hasn't scored yet tonight. Although we're only five and a half minutes into the game. Braden really hasn't, I don't even think he's shot the ball yet. First free throw is a bank. <laughs> kind of surprised him. Yeah, Braden looked around like uh, nobody saw that, right? Just pretend that didn't happen. Hey, point's a point. It's hard to imagine that he's still a sophomore. Like, you've got five sophomores out <laughs> well, there. Well, it right feels now. like he's been here for five years. Second free throw, that was a swish. Yeah, so he'll, a little better. He'll remember that one a little better. 12 to 8 minute men, 2.30 to go, first quarter. This time bringing the ball up is going to be Grant Spencer. Up top to Van Osdel, far wing Dornbeyer. Up top now Van Osdel, the lefty, gets it over to Spencer on the far wing. He's going to drive. 
He's going to pick it up and pass it to the near wing. Van Osdel right back to Spencer. He nice lays team. it up no good. Great defense, like Derek said, from Caudell there. And now comes Dontrell Hughes down the floor. Up top, Joey Caudell. He gets it to a cutting Braden Fogel in the lane. He's going to shoot a fadeaway on the baseline, and he couldn't get the roll, but a rebound Caudell. He's going to go back up with it. Flips it up no good again. Holtz rebound. And Caudell's been banging around down there quite a bit. Has not got a call yet, but they're going to come. He is all over the glass. He's going to have physical. a double-double <laughs> in the first half. On the near wing, it's Dornbeyer. Cross-court pass to Van Osdel for three. No good. Rebound. Falls in the lane to Hotz, and he goes up, and they're going to call a foul on Joey Caudell. That's his second. I don't know about that one, but as Derek said, now we've got two-minute men in trouble. So Seven Allen already on the bench with two fouls. Joey Caudell is going to come out here in just a second with two fouls. Elijah Hudson's going to go back in after this free throw. The free throw from Garrett Hotz. And the first one is good. Joey Caudell will sit down as the leading scorer for the Minutemen. We can't see the scoreboard, but I think he has six right <laughs> yeah, now. I we'll think know. he's the leading rebounder, too. <laughs> we'll know here in a minute when we get updated stats from Bob Jarvis. Second free throw is no good by Hotes. Rebound Braden Fogel, oh, and it, it. he loses it. And he gets it back. Here comes Braden Fogel down the floor. Gets it into the corner. Legrand for three. That is Ooh, in, in and, and out. out. No good. Rebound Dontrell Hughes. He flips it up. No good. And we've got a foul. And I don't know who they called it on, but Dontrell got fouled shooting. He'll go to the 21. line. And that is Bo Dornbeyer. So six fouls now, which at this point, it's a moot point. After you get to five, it doesn't really matter how many you have. So two shots for Dontrell Hughes. First one is good. That's his second foul, too, number 21. So Dornbeyer now with two. So three players in the game have two fouls. Each team has five. And the second one for Hughes, no good. 13 to nine, Minutemen up four. And they're pressuring, and they get a steal. And LeGrand's gonna lay it in. Great pressure good by pressure. Braden Fogel. And now they're gonna try to get another one. Ball comes into Spencer. He's bringing it up the floor. He's gonna bring it to the near wing. He's gonna drive now, stuck on the baseline, brings it back out top. He's gonna dump it in. Ooh. And off the knee of Holtz, and they're gonna call Minutemen basketball. Got to be careful there. They're, Lexington is super handsy right now, but they, but like you said, the fouls reset. 58 more seconds. So 15 to nine. Minutemen with a six-point lead, their biggest of the game. 58 seconds to go. Clock is rolling now. Latrell Hughes brings it up the floor. Far wing to Jacob Legrand. Now near wing. It's worked around to Elijah Hudson down the lane. He's going to put up a nice tough tape. shot, and he banks it in right down the lane. Elijah Hudson. Minutemen up eight. They're putting on the pressure again. Spencer bringing it up the floor, and they're going to get Dontrell Hughes with a foul now. Now, Derek, between you and me, I absolutely love this play style from Coach Hammy. Right. But at this point, you, you, gotta have people. you may have to reconsider <laughs> things just a little bit. Yeah. Now, they're not going to call it like this every night. There's going to be no. nights where this is completely acceptable, and Lexington is going to be up 30. Yep. Tonight. It's a, a tight, tight whistle, and it's helping Clear Fork stay in the game early. First free throw, no good for Grant Spencer. I noticed, too, they didn't update fouls because 
you can't go after you know, five. Yeah, yeah it, doesn't it matter. doesn't matter. So they don't even keep track after five. Of course, On the score personal board, yeah. fouls they do. Missed both. Second free throw, no good. Rebound, Latrell. Hughes, he gets it to Braden Fogel. Down oh the floor, boy. Fogel down the lane. Little Euro step, got it to go and a foul. Braden Fogel, his first brilliant moment of the season, comes with 31 seconds to go in the first quarter. And now the Minutemen have extended their lead to double digits for the first time tonight. 19 to nine with a chance to go up 11. Fogel, one for two from the line tonight, and he misses this one, but it's tipped out. Fogel gets his own rebound. He's got the ball in the near wing, now drives baseline, puts it up and in. Fogel with seven now, and the Minutemen up 12. And they're pressuring. They might get another one here. 15 seconds left in the quarter. Van Osdel bringing it up the floor. He gets past midcourt, and he almost traveled with it. Sano Alt has it now. Alt. Tries to hand it off to Grant Spencer. It's stolen away. Jacob Legrand coming the other way. Lays it up and in. And that's how the first quarter will end here at Clear Fork. It was close for a couple of minutes, but when the Minutemen turned it on and they found the right combination, this game quickly got out of hand. 23-9 after one here at Clear Fork on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Joe Caudill. You're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. Back here inside of Clear Fork High School where the Minutemen, after one quarter, lead this thing 23-9. And I have sent Derek Lazier down to get a stat sheet from our good friend Bob Jarvis, who is going to talk about stat guys that do a great job. Bob Jarvis, he may be the original stat guy for high school sports in our area. I know John Davis would like to have a word with that, but those two guys are both top of the line for what they do for their schools, and we appreciate the stat sheet from Bob Jarvis. And we'll get you some updated stats here in just a moment, but leading the way scoring, Caudell and Fogel both have six. I think I said seven for Caudell, or for Fogel. He does have six. Start of the second quarter, Clear Fork has it. Jaden Beachy with it. He gets it to the near elbow, and now down the lane. Holtz is going to be rejected by Elijah Hudson. They get it ahead. Seven Allen, he's going to lay it up and in with a right hand. Minutemen up 16. Nice soft slam there. He probably could have threw that down. I thought he was going <laughs> to jam that one. We know he can. Oh, and man. Seven Allen picks the pocket of Beachy. He lays it up. He was blocked, though, by Beachy. Good job by Jaden Beachy to get back. And blocked that thing. I thought seven was going to have another easy layup there. He kind of lost it too going up. But yeah, great defense on the recovery. But what quick hands on seven Allen. I mean, my goodness. Student section uh, talking to seven a little bit. <laughs> All he did was point up at the scoreboard. <laughs> so here we go. Grant Spencer will bring it up this time against Dontrell Hughes. 25 to nine. Minute men up. Biggest lead of the night. Start of the second quarter here. Beachy with it, he loses it again. Dontrell Hughes up. picked him, he gets it ahead. Elijah Hudson down the floor, dumps it off. Fogel ah. jams it home with two hands. And the place 
is exploding here. The student section nearly on the court. It's 27 to nine, Minutemen want more. They almost get another steal. It's out of bounds, clear fork basketball at midcourt. You've already said it, the pressure that they can put on with this team. I mean, everybody that's stepped on the court is playing defense first and that's turning into offense. So Spencer will inbound at midcourt. He gets it into the near corner to Van Osdell, right back to Spencer. He's wide open for a three. It's way short. Rebound tipped around, grabbed by Hughes. Gets it ahead, seven Allen. He's gonna go up and lay it in off the right side. Minutemen up 20. And the inbound goes to Holtz. He's gonna get it to Beachy. And he's gonna be trapped here. Beachy, he's gonna get out of it. Brings it across midcourt. Near wing, Van Osdell with it. Van Osdell into the lane. He's gonna dump it off. A no look pass to Beachy. He's gonna shoot a little fadeaway. Nice 10 footer is good for Jaden Beachy. And it's 29 to 11, coming the other way. Fogel oh. loses it. They said he touched it, he didn't touch it. Hey. And I think the referee might have said it went off the back of Braden's foot. So I don't know if Braden felt it or not. Yeah. So Beachy with that last bucket, it's his first points of the game. 29 to 11, 610 to go, second quarter. And it's Clear Fork basketball, checking in Logan Richmond, the senior. He's gonna lose it on his first touch of the game, and we've got a foul. Fogle tipped it away, Seven Allen grabbed it, and in the process, Seven got fouled. First foul of the quarter for Clear Fork. I'm pretty anxious to see how many steals Lex gets by the end of the game. Because man, they are being aggressive. And they're doing this with Joe on the bench. With well, they two had fouls. four steals in the first quarter. It feels like they've already had that <laughs> in the second quarter. I agree with you. They might be up near eight already. Minutemen basketball, Fogel down the lane. He's gonna lose it. And we're gonna have a foul and we're gonna have an offensive foul on Braden Fogel. I kind of agree with the call. I just don't agree with the fact that it was five yeah. seconds late. Fogel was already on the floor and fighting for the foul, ball. Yeah. And then the referee came in. That might be two on him. Well, thanks to this handy dandy stat sheet. From <laughs> handy dandy stat sheet. <laughs> that is his first foul. Oh, okay, good. That was a little bit of a cheapie. Thank you, Bob I mean, Jarvis. he did put his head down to get to the he bucket. Did. But he yeah, did. I think it was call. the right call. Yeah, it was the delay. Yeah. And I think that's what Coach Hammy's actually talking to the referee still about it. 29 to 11, clear fork ball. First team foul there for the Minutemen in the quarter. Each team has one foul this quarter. 5.45 to go in the second. And Gavin Husty back in. He's guarding Van Osdell. Van Osdell gets it to the corner. Hotes for three. That's an air ball long. No good. Rebound seven, Allen. Seven, looking ahead to Elijah Hudson. Elijah's gonna grab it. He's gonna spin into the lane, dumps it off, and we're gonna have a foul on the pass, and I agree with that one. A lot of people in the gym wanted to travel, but Elijah just got absolutely obliterated there after he spun into the lane. And the second team foul of the quarter for the Colts. I tell you what, if you've not seen Seven Allen play basketball, this kid goes Super zero fast. to 90. Yep. What Very vision, fast. he is fast. You know, you watch him on the football field too. You see him run back some of those kicks. He looks like he's, he's running jogging. in slow motion. <laughs> and then you see him on the basketball court and he's clearly the quickest kid oh, in the gym. Oh, absolutely. Not even close. Yeah, that's why we talked about expectations. Getting a guy like that on your team to be a true point guard in this system with this guy. Yep. So Latrell Hughes will come back in for Dontrell. 
And Seven Allen will inbound on the baseline. He flips it up near midcourt to Gavin Husty, who still hasn't scored yet. And now he'll go down the lane, and Gavin will lay it in with a left hand right on cue. 31 to 11. Nice pick there to get him free. 5.15 to go, second quarter. Grant Spencer with it now near midcourt. Brings it near wing. Van Osdell back up top to Spencer. They're going to spread the floor out now. They'll get it to Logan Richmond. Richmond around the uh, arc. Over to Alt. Back near wing to Spencer. He's going to launch an NBA three, nice and he shot. hit it. Deep three, and it was contested, but he threw it up there and hit it. 31-14. Quickly the other way. And Dontrell yep. Hughes is going to be fouled. And that's, that's another three. thing, Derek. Yeah. The Minutemen are so quick. You're going to have a lot of reach-in fouls committed against them this year. Just right to slow there, them down. Right there. Don, yeah. All Dontrell Hughes did was run up the near sideline. He didn't even turn towards the hoop yet. He's already getting fouled. Yeah, teams better be conditioned if they're going to run with Lex because they got the guys that can do it. 4.51 to go second quarter, 31-14. Ball comes in, Latrell Hughes with it near midcourt, near wing. Seven Allen, he's going to try to drive into the lane. He's going to get down there, flips it up and in. He got the roll. What a shot by Seven Allen. And, man, he's having a second quarter. 4.35 to go, Minutemen back up 19. Biggest lead is 20. Grant Spencer with it. He just hit the three last time down. He's working against Braden Fogle here into the lane. Loses it, and we're going to have a kickball by Elijah Hudson. Ooh, watch out. Don't slam that ball. He'll give you a tee. So ball will go underneath for the Colts. Man, what a great student section the Minutemen brought tonight. They did. They're packed. Jersey night tonight. The Purple Haze. I think they're outnumbering the Clear Fork student section tonight. Grant Spencer on the baseline, he'll inbound, and he's going to get it in, and a layup nice on the baseline for Dornbeyer. Nice pass from Spencer, 33-16. On the other end, Seven Allen right away attacks the hoop, off the glass and in, and a foul. I mean, pick your poison. I mean... And again, I'm going to apologize for this all night. We're, we're kind of beside the scoreboard. We can't see the, uh, the the current player totals. We'll get you those here in just a minute at halftime. But Seven Allen's got to be nearing 10 points just in this quarter. Yeah, he got the quick you know, two fouls, so he sat most of the first. Free throw is good. Minutemen back to their biggest lead of the night of 20. 36-16, the inbound was tipped out of bounds. I mean, even when you get it in and bring it up the floor, you're, you. you're exerting They're all of you. your energy just to get it across the court. And here comes LeGrand, another defending <laughs> three-point shooter. I mean. Seven Allen will sit. LeGrand comes back in. He'll guard Alt. But they'll get it into Spencer, who's been bringing it up a little bit here. He'll work against Braden Fogle this time. Gets it to the far wing. Now brings it up top three-point line near wing to Dornbeyer. Dornbeyer. He's going to launch a nice deep block. three, and it was blocked by Elijah Hudson. What a. Quick reflex there by Elijah. Gets it to Gavin Husty. Husty driving through everybody on the floor. Gets it into the near corner. Elijah Hudson, one dribble, pull. pull up, no good. good. It was open, it was there. Just missed it off the front of the rim. Rebound Colts, and here they come. Spencer with it. He's going to pull up right in Braden Fogel's face and hit another three. So Grant Spencer's found a little bit of a hot hand here. 36-19, Gavin Husty the other way, immediately looking to drive, kicks it up top, Legron. He's going to drive down the lane, kicks it out. Husty mm. thought about a three. Now he's going to drive, 
kicks it up top. Elijah Hudson underneath. Braden Fogle. He's going to spin and oh, try to try to jackhammer that. He got rejected by the rim, but <laughs> Braden tried to make the Man. first poster of the year there on Grant Spencer. And now Spencer, another three. This one's not even close. Here come the Minutemen the other way off the rebound. Gavin Husty, he's going to get into the lane behind the back dribble. Up under the hoop, lays nice it up and in with a left hand and a and foul. One. That might have been the toughest bucket we've seen of the night. He went through the entire defense. But, man, Fog I thought Fogel was going to break the rim there. I mean, he wanted that one bad. You want to talk about someone who shot up, too, growth-wise. Gavin Husty, just a year and a half ago, was probably 5'8". Yeah. And now he's listed. Well, what's he listed at here? He's listed at 5'11". I, he's got to be. He's close to 6. He's got to be 6 feet, as we have. Some junior. So at halftime tonight, which is my favorite thing in the world, they're going to have the, the youth program play right. five on five on yeah. the court. One of the kids just, Look, he was trying to get a head start. Like, okay, come on, guys. One of the kids was like, hey, I'm going to pull this real quick from three. <laughs> so we had to delay the game there for a second. Kevin Husty steps to the line, trying to get this lead back to 20. Minutemen, by the way, Derek, on pace for 100. I hope the scoreboard holds it because they're going to try for it. Yeah, I talked to my son today, and he says, what's the over-under? And we both said around 55 to 60. We were wrong. (laughs) (laughs) 39-19, and on the other end, Grant Spencer. He's done a good job bringing the ball up for the Minutemen. He just drew the foul there. Yeah, Yeah. for a big guy. Drew the foul on Dontrell Hughes there. Only the second foul of the quarter for the Minutemen, so they've cleaned that up quite a bit. Yes, like you said, figuring out how the refs are going to call the game. I mean, they were calling yep. it tight, so you got to change your philosophy a little bit. So Van Osdell will inbound far sideline, gets it into the backcourt to Spencer. Spencer, the leading scorer tonight for the Colts, and he's done a great job handling it. He's going to bring it to the near wing. He's going to now drive into the lane. Spencer's going to flip it up with a left hand, didn't get it nice to go. Take. And he's going to head to the line. And now we've got conflicting calls from the referees. I think <laughs> one's going offense, one's going defense. I think one referee that called the foul on the shot is going to win this battle. And Grant Spencer will step to the line to add to his total. He's nearing double figures. He's hit a couple threes this quarter. First free throw is good. Yeah, Braden Fogel will check back in. He's probably been their most consistent player tonight, at least for the first half. I mean, bigger guy, having to bring the ball up, hit a couple threes with Fogel guarding him, so he's having a nice game. 2.34 to go, second quarter. It's 39-20, to 20, and stepping back to the line for the second of the two free throws, Grant Spencer. He will... Hit the second one as well, and that thing barely stayed in there. It wanted to pop out. Very forgiving rims here at Clear Fork. 39-21. Latrell Hughes has it. He's going to dump it in. Far block to Braden Fogle. Braden's going to back his man into the lane. He's going to go up and oh, under man, and lay he it just in. Bullied him. Grant Spencer calling for a hook from the ref. He's not going to get it, and on the inbound, they throw yes. it out of bounds. It's going to be Lex Ball here in the near corner right in front of us. I mean, they're doing this with Joe. Joe has set the entire second period Mm -hmm. right now. Yep. Joey Caudell had those two quick fouls. He hasn't been back in. And you know what? The way they're playing. You got a game tomorrow, too. Yeah, you do. 
So Gavin Husty will inbound. He gets it up top, Latrell Hughes. He's going to drive it hard to the far elbow. Up top, Elijah Hudson pump fakes, gets into the lane, kicks it out. Legrand for three. That one's no good. And they're going to let this thing go out of bounds, and Clear Fork will take it over in the far corner. I really like his game. I liked his game when he was at senior high. Yes. Very, Very good, fundamentally yep. sound player. Makes good decisions. Very good defensively. Legrand, a great addition to this team. Who'd have thought you'd get kids coming from senior high in Madison in conference coming over to Lexington, making a big difference. On the inbound, the Minutemen almost come up with another steal. Gavin Husty, though, caught it out of bounds. I mean, you got to think, though, everybody in the area knows about this sophomore class. Yeah. They know about Fogle. They know about Joe and, the you know, the supporting cast. So a lot of people want to come be a part of that. It's an exciting time to be at Lex. 41-21, 2.04 to go, second quarter. Ball comes in. Grant Spencer will walk it up about as slow as he can here. <laughs> He's like, Coach, I need a break. I didn't plan on playing point guard tonight. Spencer near wing. He's going to look to Alt. Say no, Alt into the lane. Fumbles it. He's on the ground with it. Tries to get it out to Spencer. Spencer's going to bring it back out to midcourt. Now he's going to be pressured by Husty. Spencer trying to get by Gavin. He's into the lane. Flips it up with a right hand and in. He's tough. He is tough. Grant Spencer. Minute men lead down to 18 now. 1.30 to go second quarter. Latrell Hughes, far wing, Legrand. Jacob Legrand back up to Hughes. Near wing, Elijah Hudson. Hudson takes a dribble into the lane. Now he's going to put up a contested floater. No good. Rebound Braden Fogle. Fogle in the lane. He's got to kick it out. Gavin Husty. Husty, nice step back for three. Gavin Husty missed it. Rebound, and we're going to have a foul on the rebound on, I think they're going to get Braden Fogle. And that's going to be his second foul as well. So here, you probably just want to get him out the rest of the half, I would think. Yeah, with two fouls. But who do, you, who do you put in for him? I mean, I mean you can't some. bring in Caudell again with two fouls. They're going to leave him out there. Braden's going to stay out there. Now we've got timeout. a timeout. Yeah. We've got a timeout full. clear fork. It's a full. So we'll take a timeout with him. We haven't had many chances to do this No, so it's far. been a fast-paced game. We'll take a quick timeout with him. 41-23, 1-10 to go first half here at Clear Fork on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419 419- 522-2020. This is Gavin Husty, and you're listening to Minuteman Basketball on fearthevillage.com. So that was the first timeout for either team here in the first half. So lots of timeouts left to go the rest of the way. 1-10 to go in the first half. And the Minutemen lead it 41-23. So Fogel does take a seat, and they bring Seven Allen back in. So very, very small lineup for Lex, but definitely the smallest one we've seen tonight. Grant Spencer with it near wing. A minute to go. He's going to try to step into a three. Now he drives, and he dumps it off to Dornbeyer. It's stolen away by Elijah Hudson. 
Here comes Gavin Husty the other way in the lane. He's going to kick it out to Latrell Hughes. His first shot of the night is no good. And a rebound. Colts, they're coming the other way. Alt with it. And he has it tipped away from behind by Latrell Hughes. Jacob Legrand has it. Alley-oop up to uh. Elijah Hudson. He was kind of undercut there. Gavin Husty comes out of there with it. Gets it to Latrell. Cross-court pass, 7-Allen. Pump fake, drive lane. And he scoops it up and in with a great finish by 7-Allen. I mean, that was that was some razzle-dazzle, Unbelievable. <laughs> wow. Almost a like shot. a windmill layup there, and he finished with an underhand. 43-23, and we've got a foul on the other end on Latrell Hughes. That's the fifth, so they will go to the line. Derek, we need to start making sure nobody's fouled out yet. I, <laughs> well, <laughs> I know, it seems any yeah, second they don't now. keep track up there. I mean, that's his, yeah. that's his first. So. so any time now, we're going to see a player go to the bench and just not come in. We're not going to know why. We're going to see this. We're going to see the five. <laughs> we can't see the scoreboard that keeps the stats. So the first free throw for Grant Spencer is good. He's got to be a double figures by now. Yep. He's, no, I mean, you said it. He's been the most consistent player all night. Really hasn't turned the ball over much either, maybe no, one. He's doing a great job. Second free throw, good. Seven Allen quickly the other way. They don't even have time to look up. He alley-oops at Latrell Hughes, no good. And it's tipped out of bounds on a rebound attempt by Elijah Hudson. I mean, so fast. Spencer hit that free throw. The Minutemen were already on the other end, alley-ooping it. Yeah, I mean, it's they're, they're quick. That's all I can say. Spence, Team speed is ridiculous. Three seconds left. Grant Spencer will inbound. And they're going to lob it to the – oh, they're going to throw it out of bounds. The Minutemen are going to have a chance here on the near yeah, baseline. Yeah, that. I mean, and he can't throw it and catch it himself. I mean. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, and Spencer's kind of looking over to Van Osdel like, like hey, it slipped hey. out of my hand. I'd... So, Seven Allen will inbound three seconds left here in the half. On the baseline, right under the hoop here. <laughs> the ref's measuring. Make <laughs> sure he doesn't go over the line. Seven Allen will get it in to the corner. Legrand's going to drive in, puts oh. it up, missed it, but he's going to get fouled right before halftime. Jacob Legrand with a chance to step to the line. And for a kid who's really a great three-point shooter, he's only had a chance to shoot two tonight. He's missed them both, so this is a great chance for him to get to the line and kind of get involved here. 1.4 seconds to go in the first half. Legrand. First free throw is good. The other thing too, Derek, these kids that have kind of moved in and some of these kids that have stepped up now into a bigger role this year, they've all played big minutes and big time moments yes. in their careers. None oh, of these absolutely. kids are going to be phased. No. I mean, Second free throw good, and clear fork will run out the half. Go ahead. I was going to say, Seven Allen almost single-handedly beat us last year. So, yep. I mean, he knows yep. how to play the game. So that's the end of the first half. Minutemen just off the pace of 100 here. They're at 45 at halftime. It's 45-25 after the first half here at Clear Fork. Derek's going to go down and get some stats for us, and we'll get you updated stats and scores from around the area when we come back. Again, it is 45-25. Minutemen in the lead by 20 here at halftime on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. 
Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699 or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this. They actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm Agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. What a half it was. It's nice to actually catch my breath for a second here. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier back with you. FearTheVillage.com, the BP Electric Halftime Show. The Minutemen up 45-25 right now here at Clear Fork. And Derek was nice enough to run down and grab the stats from Bob Jarvis. He can get you all the first half stats. Derek? Yeah, 45-25. Lex with a 20-point lead. We'll start off with some points. Leading the way for uh, Lexington, Seven Allen with 13 points. And he did most of that damage in the second quarter. Yeah, because uh, he's 11. 11 in the second quarter. Yes, and then Braden Fogel packing him up with 10. Um, Jacob Legrand with 6. Gavin Husty with 5. Elijah Hudson with a quiet 4. And Joe Caudell with 6. And he did most of his damage in the first. So um, good balance scoring by the Minutemen. If you go on the other side for Clear Fork, 25 points. Leading the way, like we've been talking, Grant Spencer with 14. Uh, Garrett Holtz chipping in 5. Um, Dornburner with four, and then to round out the sword and Jaden Beachy with two. 
kind of a stat that we were kind of looking at together. Turnovers, uh, Lexington had only three turnovers. Clear Fork with 11 turnovers in the game. The Minutemen had nine steals in the first half to Clear Fork's one. And you know what? It felt like more than nine. Absolutely. <laughs> it was probably not, almost nine. And, well, you said they probably had three or four in the first, and then they bumped that pressure up in the second. Um, but, no, Lex is doing a good job. Um, you know, free throw points, Lex has got seven. Clearfork's got seven. Uh, no three-point buckets made for Lexington yet. They didn't really need to rely on that shot. And Clearfork's got, you know, six points on three on two three-pointers from Grant Spencer. So Lex is out-rebounding them. Uh, points in the paint. Lex 36, Clearfork 10. Well, I was just about to say. <laughs> 36 to well, 10. In and the paint. To my recollection, have the Minutemen even hit a three yet? They have not. So that's Zero. what I, I was just about to say. You've yeah. got 45 points at halftime. Right. You haven't no even hit threes. a three yet. Yeah, they have not made a three Imagine yet. Imagine when they open up that part of their game. I mean, getting into the lane. If you start hitting threes, we're going to see Dunk City here. Oh, absolutely. If you start stretching the floor. But the Minutemen haven't even had to do that yet. I mean, Clear Fork did a better, you know, better job in the second quarter. Lexington, after one, was up 23-9, and then after two, I mean, the second quarter, 22-16 to for the 45-25. to So, um, longest run, Clear Fork went on a 6-0 run. The run by Lexington, 23-3 to was their biggest run, probably when they were getting the turnovers, the steals. So, yeah, 23-3 to run, that's how they bumped that lead out. Get some uh, scores from around North Central Ohio. Pretty much opening night for everyone uh, around the area for the most part. Uh, since there's really no conference games tonight, we'll just kind of go down the list here. Uh, give me one second here. I'm trying to figure out our outlet situation here. All right, here we go. What was that? I'm good. Okay. All right. Trying to make sure we're good. We're up in the <laughs> we're up in the stands. Seems, yeah. We're trying to make sure the outlets are all okay here. And we're Finagling not uh, some stuff. Getting, yeah, we're not off the air. Uh, anyway, Highland, for whatever reason, started the season with about the toughest test you could. They're hosting Worthington Christian. Oh my goodness. It's not going well. 59 <laughs> 59-26, Worthington Christian in the lead. Willard putting up some points already this season. Uh, not a surprise there. They're up 53 to 39. Newcomers Town came all the way down to East Knox. It's 20 to 18 at a half. And River Valley right now with a 36-30 lead over Olentangy Berlin. Uh, Colonel Crawford leads Crestline right now 20 to 9. Let's see if we've got some other. A lot of scores have not come in yet, so we'll get you those when they do. But that's pretty much all the scores we have reported in. So it looks like people need to start doing their job and reporting <laughs> some scores. Uh, 2.15 to go until we start second half action. We'll take one last break here before second half starts. The Minutemen right now with a 45-29 lead at halftime over the Clear Fork Colts. And when we come back, we'll have second half action on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 
their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this. I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this. My actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this. My actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. This is Scott Hamilton, and you're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. Just about set for second half action here at Clear Fork. 45-25, the Minutemen will start this half with the lead. And they will... Also start the half with the ball. Corey Durbin, Derek Lazier with you, fearthevillage.com. Thank you so much to all of you listening at home. Glad we could be your eyes and ears tonight. Starting lineups back in for both teams, and the Minutemen will start, and they'll take it left to right as we see it. A lot fewer people in the gym than there were in the first half, that's for sure. Seven Allen with it up top, Elijah Hudson. He's going to take it far wing to Braden Fogle. Down the lane, kicks it out. Gavin Husty thought about a three. Pump fake now kicks it near corner. Seven Allen for three. That's no good. And the Minutemen still without a three. But on the rebound, we've got a foul on Bo Dornbeyer, I believe. Or maybe that's Garrett Holtz down there. Yeah, they're going to get Holtz. That is his fourth foul. So that's the guy that will just wander to the bench. (laughs) He's one foul away from being out of here. They're not going to take him out. No, they're not. Seven Allen on the baseline will inbound to Joey Caudell. Out to Gavin Husty into the offensive on Joe. Yep, they're going to, on the pass back to the corner to Seven Allen, Joey Caudell was trying to set a screen. It was a moving screen. I think that's his third. And for Caudell, that is his third. Good call, Derek. I mean, if anything, I mean, Lex has got a pretty comfortable lead right now. you got to think you got to make a long trip to Clyde tomorrow. That's so. a point you keep making, and it's a good one because yeah. Clyde is going to be a very good shooting team. They're going to keep you honest. They're going to need this pressure again tomorrow for sure. Jaden Beachy on the far wing working against mm. Seven Allen. Has it tipped away, but they get it back. Beachy on the wing, gets it into the corner. Van Osdel up top to Hotes for three. That's in and out, no good. And a rebound. Jaden Beachy keeps it alive, gets it to Hotes right down the lane, flips it up and in. 
So clear fork starts things off in the scorebook for the second half. Seven Allen near wing. He's going to think about a three. Now he's going to drive, dumps oh, it off right through idea. the hands of Joey Caudell coming the other way, Van Osdell. Van Osdell, he's going to get into the lane, flips it up, missed it, rebound, tipped out of bounds, and we're going to go with the <laughs> Colts. Referee, yep, referee called it Lex Ball at first, and then they overruled it. So it'll be Colts ball right underneath their own hoop here Hamilton's on the baseline. Hamilton's in misbelief. <laughs> uh, Coach Hammy. Ball comes in, nice pass, but nice it was block. blocked at the no. rim. Hoax was blocked, and they're going to get a foul on the shot. He did not get him on body. So the foul on Elijah Hudson, only his second. 6.51 to go, third quarter. Minute men up 45-27. And stepping to the line for the Colts, Garrett Holtz. And Holtz hits the first one. He's got, well, with that free throw, he now has six points. And the second one is no good. Rebound over the back. And no, they're going to get a lane violation, I think. Yep. What? Lane violation on Braden Fogle. They're going to redo the shot. So Garrett Holtz again will have a chance to cut this thing down to a 16-point deficit. Second free throw. This time is good, and it just barely stayed in. So... Clear Fork now has cut this thing down to 16 for the first time since I think right at the end of the first quarter or beginning of the second quarter. Yeah, nice little run coming out of halftime for him. Seven Allen with it up top. Minutemen haven't scored this half yet. Braden Fogle with it. He's going to dump it into Elijah Hudson. Elijah spins. Now he's going to shoot a little fadeaway. Nice Ten-footers shot. good for Elijah. Minutemen back up 18 now. 6.30 to go, third quarter. Jaden Beachy with it. He's going to get it near corner. Spencer into the... Uh, and over to Van Osdell in the near corner, up top to Spencer. Now they work it around. Dornmeyer takes it in. He's rejected by Elijah Hudson. Great Gavin Husty takes it. Gavin gets it ahead to Seven Allen. He's on the far wing. Now into the lane, dumps nice it pass. off. Joey Caudell lays it up and in. Minuteman with a 4-0 run right back. They're up 20. What a smooth pass by Seven Allen. Bo Dornmeyer gets it up top to Hotes. Garrett Hotes in the lane. He's blocked again, this time by Caudell. He gets his own rebound, though, puts it up and in. Garrett Hotes with nine points. Minutemen the other way with it. Joey Caudell, he takes the lead pass, and he's going to go down the lane, lay it up, and he's fouled. So already that's three team fouls on Clear Fork. Oh, no, two, I'm sorry. But that that's his third. Oh, it was on the floor, they said. Yeah, That's interesting. Yeah. Minutemen will inbound under their own hoop. Seven Allen will get it in to Joey Caudell. He catches it on the near block, gets it out. Gavin Husty on the wing, skip pass. Seven Allen, he's going to pull a three. And the Minutemen still have not hit a three yet tonight. Rebound and a steal on the rebound. Uh, it was up a little bit. I think that's three on Braden. It was, and it was a 
chippy. Well, they're going to call that every time yeah. in high school. He reached around yep. Holtz and slapped at his at the ball over his arm. Now, whether it was a foul or not, I don't know. But yeah, you always want to slap up, not down. High school referees just have tendencies where, you know, if you're slapping at the ball, they're going to call a foul more times than not, where maybe in the NBA you don't call right. something like that as much. Van Osdell with it for the Colts. Minutemen up 18, 5.15 to go third quarter. Grant Spencer, he's going to pull a three, and he hits another one. Man, this kid is on fire. He's having a great game. So now this lead down to 15 for the Minutemen. Clear fork not going away. Seven Allen with it. He's working up top now after a screen from Elijah. He's going to get into the lane. Eurostep flips it up. No good, but he got fouled. If he would have made that, that would have been the play of the night. <laughs> Seven Allen will step to the line. You know, it's kind of odd. The Minutemen haven't made a three tonight, and I think Seven's taken Couple. the most threes. Yeah. I think he's taken three now, or maybe four even. First free throw for Seven is in and out, no good. And we're going to get a new man for Clear Fork for the first time tonight. Coming onto the floor is going to be Colin Johnson, the 5'11 senior, giving Jaden Beachy a break here. 4.56 to go third quarter. Minutemen up 49-34. Seven Allen, second free throw to get to 50 here, and it's no good. Rebound Joey Caudell. He flips it to Braden Fogel. Reverse layup is good. Wow. And the Minutemen lead by 17 again. Some good English on that one off the glass for Braden. Grant Spencer with it across midcourt, working against Braden Fogel. Spencer, skip pass to Van Osdell over far corner to Johnson. Johnson up top to Van Osdell. He's looking to drive. He's going to kick into the near corner to Dornbeyer. Dornbeyer has to pick it up, gets it to Van Osdell. He gets it to a cutting Hotes, and he puts no, it up, and we've offense. got a charge. They called offense. Yeah, I was about Hotes. to say, Joe was in great position there. No, that's the right call. He lowered his shoulder and Joe moved. I mean, that was that's the right. Well, call. And that's the end of the game for Hotes, who really turned it on yeah, here in the third quarter. Absolutely. But too little, too late for him. I what? wonder. I wonder if the players don't like when they see up there and see yeah. five and five. They think know. they got two more. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You know what though? Had Hotes or anybody really helped Spencer out in the first half the way Hotes just did here in the third quarter? This yep. would be a closer game. Absolutely. Men and men basketball up 17, far corner. Latrell Hughes back into the game for the first time here in the second half. He loses it, and on the floor, Colin Johnson, who just came in for the Colts, is on the floor for it. Clear forward possession. Causing a jump ball, and they'll get the possession. So Colin Johnson coming off the bench, making a play right away. And Dornbeyer will inbound right over there in front of the Lex student section. He's going to get it back after he gave it to Van Osdell. Dornbeyer down the lane. He's going to be fouled by Jacob Legrand. And with 4.04 to go in the third quarter, each team now with four fouls. So we're in the bonus the rest of the way again. The pace has kind of slowed a little bit. We're never going to get out of here. <laughs> so here we go. Ball comes in. Nice play. And laying it in. Logan Richmond, who just checked in for the first time in the half. 
And it's 51-36. Husty with it, far wing, drives, baseline. He's going to put it up with a left hand and in. He went baseline and kind of got some space there off the glass. Husty having a nice night. Quietly, though. Van Osdell with it. Minutemen up 17. Now Grant Spencer with it, far wing. He'll shoot that. (laughs) And he's working against Fogle here. Gets it up top, Van Osdell. Around to Johnson, over to Richmond. He's working against Latrell Hughes up top. And a three by Colin Johnson is no good. Rebound, Braden Fogle. Here come the Minutemen the other way, and now Braden's going to slow it up. Going to have some mass substitutions here, too, it looks like. At the next dead ball, Latrell Hughes with it. He's going to take a screen from Elijah Hudson, little pick and roll. The pass got tipped away, but right there was Jacob Legrand to lay it in off the tipped pass. And Legrand, Johnny on the spot there. Minutemen up 19. He's having a nice uh, Lexington first game. Yep, making his debut. 2.50 to go third quarter. Minutemen up 19. Van Osdell near corner, dumps it into Dornbeyer. Little give and go. Van Osdell in the lane, kicks it across Johnson, up top to Richmond. Richmond to Grant Spencer. Spencer looking to make a move here, and he looks like he's got all the confidence in the world. Absolutely. I mean, he just he looks like the most calm person on the floor right now after the game he's had. Johnson now has it far wing. He gets it up top. Spencer for three. It's no good. Rebound falls to Gavin Husty. He's going to bring it up the floor. Gets past the initial defender. He's in the lane now. Gavin Husty left hand oh, lays it off the him. front of the rim. No good. And here comes Richmond the other way for the Colts. He's going to be double teamed at midcourt, and he's going to travel with it, I think. Nice. I know we got a timeout. Timeout Timeout Richmond. He got it off just in time because I think they were going to get him for a travel there. Full timeout. Clear Fork will take one with him. 2.08 to go, third quarter. Minutemen up 55-36 on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. My name is Seven Island, and you're listening to Minimum Basketball on fearthevillage.com. Back here at Clear Fork High School where the Minutemen have a 55-36 lead. And it is Clear Fork basketball over on the far sideline right at midcourt after the timeout. So Joey Caudell back into the game for the Minutemen as well as Dontrell Hughes. Latrell Hughes on the floor as well with Jacob Legrand and Braden Fogle for the Minutemen. Van Osdell will inbound for the Colts. Gets it into Spencer. Grant Spencer brings it near wing to Richmond. Richmond, far wing. Van Osdell, he's going to launch a three. That's no good. He hasn't really been involved shooting the ball tonight. On the rebound, Latrell gets it ahead to Dontrell. Nice Over pass. to Joey Caudell. Oh, Layup's no layup. good. Rebound tipped to Legrand. Legrand's going to be fouled, and he'll head to the line. Great action there. Way to push the ball. Like you said before, Lexus, two passes, and they're shooting. I mean, they're just getting up and down the court at a very high pace. Now, at this point in the game, Derek, is it too much for them to open a window in here? 
a little warm. <laughs> First free throw for LeGron is good. I mean, when they open these doors at the end of the game to let everyone out, it's going to be like a hot box in here. Steam's <laughs> going to come rolling out of the doors. Uh, it is a little warm. Goodness here. gracious. And a lot of people left. Maybe I'm just weird. I don't like breathing other people's hot breath. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. LeGron's second free throw is good. Timeout, Lex. Hammy oh. heard me talking about how I don't want to be in here anymore. So now he took a full timeout. We'll take one with him. I'll try to breathe a little bit here. 57-36, minute minute up 21. And, in fact, that's their biggest lead of the night. 148 to go third quarter on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Joe Caudill. You're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. Yeah, well, we'll see here. Derek and I just talking about where we think Lex will finish this game points-wise. They're at 57 right now. Man, they were almost on pace for 100 at half. <laughs> only scored 12 here in the third quarter. I don't think the scoreboard well, – oh, yeah, there's a there's a spot for a one, but <laughs> I didn't know if the scoreboard could go that high. They're going to have to crank it up here if they want to get to 100 now. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, but We still. were thinking maybe 75-ish. Yeah. It would be a good start to the season. Last time they came down here, I think they only scored 54. Right. So 145 to go, third quarter. Van Osdell's going to work his way up the floor right to left as we see it out of the timeout. That's the first timeout used by Hammy this game, too. Minutemen still have a bunch of timeouts left. Van Osdell with it. Far wing, say no alt. Alt underneath. Dornbeyer, what a pass. Dornbeyer's going to lay it up. No good. They're going to call a foul on Braden Fogel. I don't think anybody made any contact there. It's on Joe. It's definitely on Braden, but I still. They called it on Joe. Well, they did. That's his fourth. I, I didn't see that. It's four. Okay. Dornbeyer going to head to the line here for two shots. And the first one's off the back of the rim. No good. I mean, if Joe played in every quarter, he, he might be the leading scorer tonight and rebounder. We have to talk about my million-dollar idea at some point too, Derek. <laughs> yes. I, gotta, I don't Absolutely. mind sharing it with everyone listening. As long it's as I probably, get credit. It's probably out there already. It probably is. Maybe somebody <laughs> will let us know. Second free throw was good. Minutemen up 20. On the other end, Caudell up off the glass on the right side. Nice it's good. Bucket. Off the right block. Nice pass from Dontrell Hughes there to get it into Joey. And Joey with a good finish. Minutemen up 22. Biggest lead of the night. Grant Spencer with it. Gets it to Logan Richmond near wing. Van Osdell. One minute to go. Third quarter into the near corner. Spencer. Grant Spencer driving against Dontrell Hughes. Spin move in the lane, left hand, it's good, off the glass. Well, regardless of the outcome, this is a night Grant Spencer's going to remember the rest of his life. He's had a great game today, doing a little bit of everything. Latrell Hughes with it up top, gets it into Braden Fogle, little pick and roll, and Fogle airballs it. Rebound, Caudell flips it back up and in, and he's got back-to-back buckets. 61-39, Minutemen up 22 again. 27 seconds to go, third quarter. Grant Spencer again will bring it up. 
He gets it across midcourt, brings it near wing, hands it off. Van Osdel, he's going to go down the lane, flips it, Dornbeyer, pump fake, and a nice up and under there as he got Fogel to jump by him. On the other end, we're already in the lane. Legrand flips it up. It looked like it might have been tipped. And a rebound and coming the other way. And it's going to go out of bounds off of Latrell Hughes. So it'll be clear fork basketball. Yeah, you got a clear fork player got away with a little bit of a shove there in the back. I don't think Latrell, Latrell could have caught that, I think. Yeah. I don't think he really realized where he was on the court. He kind of let it go out of bounds and then it ended up hitting him anyway. And oh. on the inbound, Van Osdel throws it up at the buzzer, no good. Minutemen with a comfortable 20-point lead at the end of three here at Clear Fork, 61-41 on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is Joe Caudill. You're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. And we'll see how the Minutemen kind of finish this game out. You'd love to see them keep their foot on the pedal here. You don't ever want to see a young team think that it's okay to let off at all. You want to have that killer mentality, especially if you have the expectations Lexington has, you have to play with that yep. killer mentality night in and night out. You can I, never beat somebody by too much. Yeah, and, I, and if I'm Hammy, I see how the first, you know, four, maybe five minutes of this quarter goes. Get some of your starters back in, get some guys, you know, in, and then get them out because you got a game tomorrow, a little bit of a bus ride. Well, speaking of that, I mean, Seven Allen's hardly played here in the second half. He's been out. Latrell Hughes with it, gets it to Legrand. Clear Fork now in a zone for the first time tonight. And Elijah Hudson trying to get it to Caudell. It's kicked out of bounds. Yeah, I never thought we'd see this lineup for Lexington. Both the Hughes brothers, Jacob Legrand. Inbound comes to Elijah Hudson into the near corner to Legrand into Joey Caudell. Spins, flips it off to Dontrell Hughes who lays it up no good. Joe kind of rolled his ankle a little bit. And coming the other way, back into the game, Jaden Beachy has it. And trying to get it to Logan Richmond. Richmond drives into the lane. He's going to get stuck. He has to shoot a fadeaway on the baseline. No good. Ball's tipped out. And on the tip out, Grant Spencer's going to get called for a foul. I don't know how many he's got, but we'll see. <laughs> it's only the second, so he's played a clean game. Looks like Seven Allen's checked back in. So Seven will check back in and bring the ball up the floor here. Men had been up 20, 7.15 to go in the game. Near corner, Legrand, three, no good. Minutemen still, still without a three tonight. And scored 61 points Got to so hit one. Jaden Beachy the other way. He's going to go all the way down the floor, flips it out. Richmond for three. It's an air ball, and it's tipped out of bounds off of Seven Allen. And we'll have a timeout, 30-second timeout, clear fork, so we'll keep it right here. 6.59 to go in the game, Minutemen up 
So to this point, with still almost the rest of the fourth quarter to go, what are your takeaways so far tonight? Well, we've kind of said, you know, that they're they're built for defensive pressure and get out and run, and that's what they've done. So I think they found a pretty good formula. Now you're going to have to keep you're going to have to hit some threes to keep teams honest. So that's a little bit of a concern, but they've gotten what they wanted in the paint. So Well, and you could argue Elijah maybe is your best three-point shooter. He hasn't even gotten really one off clean tonight. I think he's attempted one three, but he's yeah. been contested all night. So it'll come. Gavin Husty also has spent a lot of time on the bench tonight. He's one of your best shooters as well. Off the inbound, layup no good for Van Osdell. Coming the other way, it's Seven Allen on the far wing. Down the lane, dumps it off. Joey Caudell flips it up and in. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, so quick getting down. It's going to be really Lord. interesting to see how many assists Lex has as a team yeah. tonight. They're up 22. That's still their biggest lead of the night. You can't get past that 22-point mark. On the far wing, Logan Richmond drives down the lane. He lays it up and in, and Logan Richmond's going to the line for an and one. Elijah Hudson with the foul. I think that's his third, maybe fourth. Only the first foul, I guess they do, they reset every quarter now. So first foul of the quarter for the Minutemen, that is Elijah's third foul. At this point, though, it doesn't make much of a difference. Logan Richmond, three-point play is good. 63-44, 63-44, Minutemen up 19. Clearfork going to put a little pressure on now, and Dontrell Hughes going to get fouled on the far sideline, trying to go by uh, Bo Dornbeyer. And Bo got him with the body there. Second foul of the quarter for Clearfork. I mean, I know it's only the first game, but I feel like, you know, Hammy's rotations have been pretty, pretty good. good. Yep. You know, with some foul trouble kind of mixed in. But, he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's trying to find combinations. Well, and Hammy's too. always been big on rotations. He's not one to kind of let one person play the whole game. Pass. pass ahead. They break the press. Dontrell Hughes loses it out of bounds, though. He kind of wipes off his hands, saying it slipped. 6.24 to go. By the way, that last foul on Bo Dornbeyer was his fourth. So, another Colt on the verge of fouling out here. Van Osdell will inbound. Minutemen still have the press on here. 6.20 to go. Jaden Beachy down the floor, breaks the press, gets it near corner. uh, Dornbeyer gets it to Van Osdell. He drives in, throws up a little floater. It's short, no good. Gets his own rebound. He's in the lane, flips it up again, no good. Jaden Beachy can't get the rebound. Joey Caudell wrestles it away, gets it to Hughes. Hughes ahead, 7 Allen, lays it up and in on the right side. Another soft slam. (laughs) 65-44, and it's just like as soon as the Minutemen know that they have the rebound, there's already four guys streaking up the floor. As they should. With this team, the way it's built, that's what they should be doing on every possession. Beachy with it in the lane, throws up a runner against Seven Allen. No good rebound on Terrell Hughes. Hughes, he's going to bring it himself down the floor. Hughes, near wing, tries to throw a pass to Caudell, tipped off the the hip of uh, Logan Richmond out of bounds. It'll be Minutemen basketball right in front of their own bench. Markel Martin will check in for the first time tonight. He had some good minutes for the JV team tonight who actually lost tonight. The Minutemen JV lost by four to the Colts, 41-37. I but mean, again, Fogel hasn't played much this half. Like, he's kind of, you know, picking spots to go with his starters. and. Yep. And against nice this pass. zone, Dontrell Hughes with a nice look down to Joey Caudell. The layup is good. Minutemen, biggest lead of the night, up to 23. 5.15 to go, fourth quarter. 
It's Grant Spencer with it, working against Dontrell Hughes into the far corner, kicks it up top, Dornbeyer, thought about a three, now gets it to Spencer again in the corner. He drives up top to the wing, now down the lane, and Spencer flips it up, no good. Dornbeyer rebound, and nice it's tipped by away by Markel Martin. They'll get it ahead, Seven Allen loses it. Dontrell Hughes there to pick it up. He kicks it out, Legrand, now Seven Allen. Allen into the corner, Dontrell Hughes for three, it's no good. Rebound, <laughs> Caudell flips it up, no good. Rebound again, Caudell back up, no good. Rebound, Dornbeyer. Minutemen still, still looking for that first three. <laughs> and after all that, the Minutemen are going to get called for a foul. Dontrell Hughes fouled Grant Spencer. That's only the second foul of the quarter for the Minutemen. That's his fourth. Doesn't everybody have four tonight? <laughs> I think I have four. I think everyone started this game with four fouls. And now we're going to get the little brother of Elijah Hudson tuck your stepping shirt in. onto the floor. <laughs> tuck your shirt in. Sam Hudson, who is 6'3", sophomore, another sophomore. Nice game by Joe. His night's probably done. Great game by Joey Caudell. Can't wait to see his final stat line. But I mean, well in into Yeah, he was in foul trouble most of yeah. the night. And he still finished well into double figures. 67-44, Minutemen up 23. Jaden Beachy with it, 4.30 to go in the game. He is just being hounded by everyone who comes across him. Now Logan Richmond down the lane. A nice finish by Richmond. Good D there, though. I mean, Yeah, nothing right you can there. do. He's cool. long and lanky, uses that to his advantage and finishes on the right side. Minutemen up 21, 7 Allen with it. Working against this zone. On the far wing, seven, looking inside to Dontrell Hughes. A lazy pass, it got tipped away, and now coming the other way, Van Osdell will lay it up and in. 67-48, under four minutes to go in the game now. Minutemen up 19. Seven Allen across to Legrand. Minutemen just have to hit a three for my sanity at this point. (laughs) Dontrell Hughes in the lane, dumps it off. Markel Martin flips it up and in, his first bucket on varsity. And the Minutemen back up 21. Is Legrand a junior? He's a junior. Right yes. I was say, you got all sophomores out there and one junior. Legrand and Husty, the only two juniors in the whole program so besides Colton Yugovich, yeah. who's on JV. Jaden Beachy with it, into the lane. He pump fakes, nice, oh, nice pump move. fake. Pulls up from the free throw line, no good. Rebound, Dontrell Hughes. He gets it ahead, tip pass, gets it back, and he lays it up, no good. Rebound follow, Sam Hudson is good. His first bucket on varsity, and he's pretty fired up about it. Minute men up 23. You love to see that, too, a missed layup, and there's three guys under there ready to get it. And another steal for the Minutemen. Here they come. Legrand ahead to Seven Allen. He's going to drive down the lane, flips it up and in. Minutemen up 25 and a quick timeout for the Minutemen, and they're probably going to look to get some guys in here and finish the game strong. We'll take one final timeout with 2.54 to go in the game. Minutemen with their biggest lead of the night of 25. It's 73-48 here at Clear Fork on fearthevillage.com. So I switched my insurance to State Farm and get this, I talked to an actual State Farm agent who lives in my actual town and get this, my actual agent in my actual town gave me actual help with the coverage I needed. And get this, my actual agent in my actual town who gave me actual help actually knows my name. And get this, they actually say it's called service. Insurance with a local agent, it's called service. Call State Farm agent Gary Fagan in Mansfield today. 
This is Elijah Hudson, and you're listening to Minutemen Basketball on fearthevillage.com. So, Seven Allen with 17 tonight. He really hasn't even played no, that much. not even a full game. And he hasn't hit a three tonight. Nobody has. <laughs> He's attempted three or four, hasn't yeah. made one, and still has 17. Unbelievable. Just attacking the hoop relentlessly. 73-48, Minutemen up 25. 2.45 to go in the game. Sano Alt with it, far wing. Up top, Colin Johnson for three, no good. Rebound to Markel Martin. Martin, he's going to get it ahead. He's going to get it ahead to LeGron. Flips it up and and in, and the foul. And the Minutemen are going to finish this game with an exclamation point. He's got to be close to double figures, too. My goodness. I can't wait to be be back in a gym where I can see the scoreboard. (laughs) That way I don't seem like a dope when I'm trying to give stats. I'm just estimating. We're thinking, we're thinking. Now, I know seven has 17. Yeah. Outside of that, I don't know anything. I'm just ready to get out to the fresh air. Oh, my million-dollar idea, by yeah. the way. Popcorn, popcorn without the kernels. Can we come up with that, please? I spent more time picking popcorn kernels out of my teeth than I did eating the popcorn oh, earlier. <laughs> Somebody can have that idea for free. I just want to eat some. So just when you're rich and famous, give me some free popcorn. Sano Alt with it, Logan Richmond now. Gets it in, nope, the dump down pass was kicked by Sam Hudson before it could even get to Van Osdell. 2.18 to go in the game, and it meant up 28, 76-48. They still might hit 80 here, Derek. Yeah, I, I, I can see 80. Ball comes in, and it's stolen from Van Osdell by Latrell Hughes. Latrell down the floor. He's going to slow it up here a little bit. Over to Dontrell Hughes to Sam Hudson. Hudson tries to dump it underneath to Markel Martin. It was tipped and stolen by Jaden Beachy. Beachy coming the other way with it. He's going to dump it off, and it was stolen. Jacob Legrand, he's going to be fouled hard by Van Osdell. Okay, so if if you're Coach Hammy, you're going to win this game, you know, soundly. What, What are some things you think you know, they can look at. Well, at this point, I would say, you know, I don't see it as disrespectful if you're playing hard to continue to look to score. I think it's, in my personal opinion, I think it's more disrespectful to just hold the ball and let the clock run out. That's, that's, right. that's you know, that's, to me, that's the most disrespectful thing you can do. So I would say keep playing hard here. The Colts have been in a zone, so keep, try to work around the zone a little bit with some of these young guys. Good learning lesson here, as we have seen some bad passes from some of these young guys against this zone. Sam Hudson with it up top. Latrell Hughes drives, and he dumps it off. It's stolen away. Grant Spencer. So, again, these are learning moments for this young Minuteman bench trying to work against a zone now. Colin Johnson with it for the Colts up top. Jaden Beachy to Grant Spencer. Grant Spencer, as there's now being hot dogs being tossed into the crowd. It is a frenzy here at Clear Fork. Grant Spencer lays it oh, up. He's fouled. That's five, I think. But we've got people diving around the bleachers for, <laughs> for free hot, hot dogs. dogs. <laughs> Never seen anything like it. Uh, You'd have thought they were passing out bags full of money here. So Gavin Husty will come on to finish the game off. Probably because, yeah. Dontrell Hughes will sit down. 
Great game in his debut. Yeah, I mean, everybody. I don't think there was somebody that you know you could say had a quote unquote bad game. Nope. They all showed Absolutely good not. signs and. Well, and that's too what hustle. Even if there was somebody who had a bad game statistically, the hustle it doesn't feel like anyone had a bad game. Even right. if there was, but like Derek said, really none of these Minutemen had a bad game. But man, the hustle and the grit and just all the defensive pressure makes up for mistakes. That's for sure. Both free throws good, by the way, for Colin Johnson. On the other end, LeGrand down the lane. Nice he move. lays it up and in. 78-50. Quickly the other way, Van Osdel with it. Behind the back dribble, into the lane against Sam Hudson. Flips it up and in, and a foul. Nice D, though. I mean, well, that's, a little body. Yeah, that's just a senior picking on a sophomore there. Yeah. Sam Hudson, that's not going to be an issue very long with him. He's just got, oh, he's he's got to just – yeah. he's still – developing his body a little bit. I mean, he probably weighs 50 pounds soaking wet, <laughs> but he's definitely got some skill and he's got the height already. Kind of got to grow into that body. Only a sophomore. Missed the free throw. Speaking of Sam Hudson, he gets yep. in there, tips the rebound to Latrell Hughes, and he has it tipped out of bounds from behind. So 49 seconds to go. Minutemen up 26, 78-52 in their opener. Here in the 2023 season. And tomorrow afternoon, they'll head to Clyde. Ball comes in, Latrell Hughes, 45 seconds to go. Up top to Gavin Husty. Gavin dribbling out near midcourt. He's going to be double teamed. He gets it out of there to Latrell. Latrell near corner. Sam Hudson back out to Latrell. He's going to skip it over to Gavin Husty. Husty. Tries to get it inside to Markel Martin. It's stolen. Here's Grant Spencer with a chance to add to his oh, total, and it's nice rejected block. out of bounds. Latrell Hughes. Nice block. You said a good hustle with 23 seconds left in a game that you're well ahead. Latrell Hughes gets back and gets a huge block. Colts will inbound. They get it in. Alt, who hasn't scored tonight, loses it. Here comes Gavin Husty the other way. 20 seconds left. Clearfork still pressing here. Markel Martin gets it over to Latrell Hughes, and Hughes now will back it out and dribble it out with 10 seconds left. Hughes gets it to Legrand, and Jacob Legrand will end the game. Over to Latrell Hughes now, and that is the final buzzer. Minutemen with exactly the type of night you would want to see on opening night, and they win it 78-52. And we will take just a short break and come back with the BP Electric postgame show here on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. My name is Seven Island, and you're listening to Minimum Basketball on fearthevillage.com. Crowd quickly dispersing here at Clear Fork High School, where the Minutemen, a winner tonight, 78-52. Corey Durbin, and here momentarily, Derek Lazier with you on the BP Electric postgame show. And we'll get you a couple quick scores here from around the area. Mount Vernon a winner tonight in their opener against Centerburg, 
It is Van Buren leading Winford, a high scoring game out at Van Buren. The Black Knights up on the Royals 74 to 70. Northmore beats Elgin handily 69-51. It was Bucyrus getting a win tonight over Van Lu 60-37. River Valley 76, Solentangy Berlin 61. Willard a winner tonight 71-58 over Upper Sandusky. Norwalk a low scoring winner over Ashland to start the season 39-37. And Worthington Christian beats up on Highland 62-29. Other than that, a lot of scores still have not come in yet. Vermilion beats Western Reserve 61 to 49. Uh, Carey beats Riverdale, or yeah, Riverdale 66-23. Uh, it was, that might be all I have here so far. If you wanna check on any scores coming in here in a little bit, you can do so at fearthevillage.com or VSBN Radio. Com. Derek back with the final stats for us tonight. Minutemen a winner by 26. Derek, how'd they look tonight? Looked pretty good. Uh, a couple surprises because we couldn't see the scoreboard. Saw it kind of go down the scoring, you know, for Lexington. Leading the way was Seven Allen with 17 points. Um, second in scoring was Joe Cottell with 16. Third in scoring was Jacob Legrand. He was 15 points. Five of five from the three point or from the free throw line. Um, next up was Braden Fogel with 12, Gavin Husty with seven, Sam Hudson with two, Elijah Hudson six. Um, that kind of rounds out the scoring. Joe had uh, seven, or he had nine rebounds also, so almost a double-double. Uh, for Clear Fork leading away, Grant Spencer with 21, Garrett Holtz with 11, uh, Dornburner with seven, Richmond with seven, Van... Huzzle with four, and Beachy with two to round out the scoring. Miniman finished with 12 steals. They committed, they had 15 turnovers against Clear Fork. And Lexington had 11, 11 turnovers. Rebounding edge was kind of close. 40 to 30, Lexington out rebounded them by 10. I mean, those are the, the major stats. But you had no three-point goals for Lexington in the entire game. I wonder when the last time that happened. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's nuts. But, yeah, probably the biggest surprise on the score sheet was Jacob LeGrand with 15 points. A quiet 15. And he played and he played the most he played the most minutes in the game, 22, 22 minutes. LeGrand just attacking yeah. the hoop relentlessly all night as well as Seven Allen. I mean, the Minutemen just attack and attack and attack, and it's impossible to stop them. I mean, it's right. pretty remarkable to watch, uh, but very fun to watch. And tomorrow, I think we've got a lot of points coming yeah. because <laughs> at Clyde, you know they're going to be fundamental. They're shooters. You know they're going to shoot. Talking to Hammy about it uh, a little bit ago. He's ready for, I think, a shootout tomorrow night. So uh, we will talk to you at 2.30 tomorrow afternoon from Clyde. It'll be a great matchup. Now, a lot of you probably won't make the trip out there, so feel free to tune back into us. We'll be there. Thank you to Kayla Durbin down behind the baskets tonight. She's got some great stuff to put up for you tonight on social media, all the highlights, including the, the Braden dunk and others. So check out her hard work on any social media platform 
at VSBN Radio. Thank you to Derek Lazier, who was sort of my statistician and color commentator. Thank you to Bob Jarvis, the actual statistician. Got to give him credit. I'm Corey Durbin saying one final time tonight, game one, Lexington wins 78-52. We'll talk to you tomorrow afternoon from Clyde. Have a good night, everybody.